Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about dreams, destinations, whatever God is doing on the inside of you, whatever he's told you that he wants to do in you and through you. Maybe those things have just been dead for a long time. Maybe the weight of the world and the weight of the circumstances that have fallen in, in, in front of us that, that, that we've gotten ourselves into, maybe that stuff has become so heavy and we don't even see a way out. And it looks like those, those dreams and those destinations that God has for us seems far away. I don't know about you guys, but I struggle with that. I struggle with when when the path to the destination that God has for me, when it begins to kind of go off course, when it's not in a straight direction, when there's ups, when there's downs, when there's curves, when there's hills, all of that stuff, it can really just kind of make you feel like, is God with me? Or am I doing something wrong? Or Am I making the wrong decisions in life as to why things aren't going the way I think it's supposed to go? Now, we all have heard different messages, different sermons about how things aren't going to go the way we think it's going to go, but God's got us and God's going to see us through. But I think that there's something that many of us tend to ignore, a key element to getting to our destination. Now, we're about to go into a new decade. We're about to go into 2020 and we want to do things right, right? We want things to be better than it's been before. We want to maybe move faster than we've been moving, but we need to make some change. And a lot of us don't know what that change is. I don't know about you guys, but God has really been speaking to me about inner healing, right? We can get on stage and we can preach and we could have small groups and do all that stuff. That's awesome. But if the inside of us, if those little hidden compartments, those little issues that we have where we're still broken, where we still lose our temper, where we still have low self-esteem, where we still make rash decisions, where we still um, do things without thinking, where where we still deal with sexual temptation and we fall into it. If we don't fix those areas, it doesn't matter how good you could preach. It doesn't matter how, how, how good you would be at that job. Oftentimes God says, pause. I want to work on the inside before we move forward to those outer things that you've been waiting for, that you've been wanting. So I was reading Acts chapter 12 and I love the passion translation. So we're looking at Peter and This is after Jesus was buried, resurrected. He left everyone the Holy Spirit. And he's just like, go and do what I'm asking you to do. Go and spread the gospel. Go raise the dead. Heal the sick. Do all that stuff, right? And all the apostles are amped up like, let's do this, okay? Just like us. We get filled with the Holy Spirit. We just come alive because God is on the inside of us. And we've made that heart change. We've made that decision to follow Christ. And we're just on fire for him, right? And we're ready to rock and roll, but then life happens. So we're looking at Peter. And in this uh, time period, King Harold, he is inciting persecution amongst the church. He's beheading people. He's locking people up. He's having people flogged. He's doing all of this stuff. And all of a sudden, the disciples are like, what's happening, right? You got people running, hiding, trying to go forth and do what God is asking them to do. Don't go and go and uh, spread the great um, word of God, right? And spread spread um, the knowledge and the, the healing power of Christ Jesus. They're on fire, but they have something coming against them that seems bigger than they are. And 
Yeah, the king is bigger than they are. The king has more authority than they do, but they have the authority of Jesus Christ on the inside of them. But does that mean that the trouble isn't going to come? The trouble's going to come. So we're looking at Peter and King Harold is just like, wow, it really pleases to, uh, it really pleases the people to behead some of these Christians because he beheaded um, John's brother, right? And so when he realized how much people were like about that life, he said, okay, let's lock up Peter. So he had Peter arrested and thrown into prison during the Feast of Passover. He had 16 soldiers guarding him. He had Peter in a cell bound by chains, two soldiers on each side of him, and more soldiers uh, uh, guarding the outside of this cell. He had Peter locked down, right? But what was going on? What was going on was that the church, right, other believers were interceding praying on behalf of Peter, praying to the Holy Spirit on behalf of Peter for his safety, for his freedom, for God's will to be done in his life, right? How many of you guys feel like that? On fire for God, trying to do right, trying to be the person that God's called you to be, but it looks like the enemy just set up a million soldiers, a million devils, a million demons, a million temptations, a million roadblocks, a million shut doors to try to keep you down, to try to keep you from moving forward in the things that God has for you. One thing that I've seen <clears throat> in my life is the power of prayer. Sometimes I can just sense when, I mean, people are praying for me. There's certain people, sometimes I can sense when they are praying for me because prayers are powerful. Now, I'm not talking about, <clears throat> God loves all prayers, right? But if we're just doing a, hey, God, I pray for Jessica. I hope that she's doing good. Watch over and protect her. Okay, that's cool, right? Day one Christian, but I'm going to be honest. Let's, let's uh, step it up a bit, okay? Let's grow in our Christian walk, in our faith, and really begin to intercede, not just pray for, right? And and there's people who will intercede for you. If you got one or two good friends, right, who will intercede for you, you are a blessed somebody, let me tell you, okay? And so I can sense sometimes when people are praying for me, interceding for me, I'm talking about going hard, okay? Going hard in prayer for me. And I just feel sometimes it's like a, like a release, like a, like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Like I can kind of just shake off that negative weight. Like I can, like the shackles have been removed and I can move forward. And that's what happened to Peter. What happened to Peter is that the church was interceding on his behalf and an angel of the Lord came and loosened his shackles and escorted him right on out of that jail cell, right on out of that jail and into the house of one of the believers. And the guards didn't even notice, right? Because God is so much bigger, so much greater. And so there's times in our life when we just feel all of a sudden like something greater than us has helped us to move forward or given us the strength to keep pressing, to keep pushing on in spite of the situations, in spite of the circumstances that are around us. And so the thing that we neglect so often, and this is what God is working on me about, um, 
He's working on the inside. God wants to work on the inside of you. He wants to work on your heart. He wants to work on your mind. He wants you whole on the inside so that you can uh, be complete in him and do the things that he's asking you to do. He wants to give you certain things, but there's things that he can't give you just yet because you won't know how to handle it. You won't know how to deal with it, appreciate it. You won't know how to uh, deal with situations when hard time comes, uh, when, when hard times come, when you get that thing, right? Because you aren't mature all the way in certain areas of your life. And so God has me, like many of us, in a season of just mindfulness, mindfulness of him, learning to be more still in him, spend time with him, acknowledge his presence, worship him, him being literally number one, not Netflix, not TV, not my phone, not text messages, not Instagram, not Facebook, right? Not friends, but being happy with just him. Are we really content? We talk about it so much, right? We say it real quick. Oh, I'm content with just me and God. You're right. Don't even give me that crap. Like for real, if you're single, come on, like, like me, sometimes our desire to, to have a spouse, to have a mate, right? is so strong. And if we were really honest with ourselves, we would acknowledge the fact that, hmm, a lot of times God doesn't feel like he's enough. God, send me somebody, then I'll be fine. But that's not how it goes. God says, another person cannot fulfill the voids that you have on the inside of you. You think that it will be filled by somebody, but it can only be, be filled by the one, and that's Jesus Christ. And so God has to position us. He has to shape us and mold us into the people that will be able to sustain and carry the heavy weight of blessings that he has for us because blessings oftentimes come with a weight. They come with a weight. You want to get married? It's hard. That's a weight. And if you're used to just giving up when things get hard, how will you stand and fight? For your marriage, right? It's a weight. Are you not willing to carry that weight, but are you strong enough to carry it? Willing? Awesome. If you're willing, that's good. But being willing and strong enough are two different things. God wants to build you up spiritually so that you can carry that blessing, that weighted blessing that he has for you, right? And so, so we really have to get to a place to where we are whole mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And so that's something that God is specifically doing in, in, in my life. He's healing those emotional wounds. Um, he's, he's hitting the, the, the areas of just um, my, my um, emotional, how do I say it? Just, I guess, emotional issues and baggage that I have carried with me for a long time. And he's, he's, he's sifting some of that stuff up. And when he sifts it up to the surface, he allows me to see it, right? How, how does that work? All of a sudden, it's like that button is pushed and I react a certain way. And I go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was still on the inside of me. I didn't know that I still felt this way. I didn't know that I still reacted that way. Okay, God, let's fix it. 
And so God will sift things up to the per, uh, to the surface so that he can begin to fix those areas. But we have to allow him to do what he's going to do so that we can carry the weight of the blessing that he has for us. So whatever you're expecting for God to do in 2020, um, sometimes we have to let go of the dream that we have fashioned in our own minds. We have to let go of what we thought it was going to look like and be like. Because if we hold on to a specific way of how it's supposed to look, we, what, we might get disappointed when it doesn't look like that. When, when God says, that's not what I was trying to tell you. I was giving you a seed, but you kind of turned it into that. And so we have to be able to say, God, okay, um, you've given me a little rough draft. You've given me a sneak peek, a preview of what you have for me, but I'm going to let you be the one to unfold it. I'm going to let you be the one to 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 unfold it into whatever it's supposed to look like. So if we let go of what we think it's supposed to be, how it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to look like, and the timeline that we fashion for it, if we can let go of that, we can be more at peace. We can be more content with where we are right now, with what God is doing right now, and allowing him to show us the next step and be okay with it. I hope you guys are walking into 2020 with um, an open heart towards God, with an open mind, and with hopefully a renewed desire to want to go deeper in him, building a relationship with him, letting go of all of the baggage behind that, that has left us empty and hurt and sad and lonely and just say, God, I'm going to press on towards you. No more looking back at the people that left, but I'm going to look forward at the one who holds it all in his hands. And I'm going to jump out of this pair of, of this airplane and just say, God, guide me. I love you guys. Please subscribe to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it, rate and review it, and also share it. And please, if this edifies you in any way, I would ask that you please just consider donating. When you donate to this ministry, Love at the Cross, I'm the founder, Jessica Newsom. When you, date, when you donate to us, you are giving us the ability to be able to minister to people one-on-one who contact us for counsel and ministry. And that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm here for, to help walk people through what God is walking me through. Um, and also for future conferences like the one we had a couple months ago. I love you guys. Enjoy your New Year's and I'll see you next time.